Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing healing the mother wound. I'm going to be doing two separate episodes. One of them is going to be the mother wound. The next one will be the father wound. But today, I'm going to be discussing, first of all, what is the mother wound, how it affects a person throughout their lives, specifically their intimate relationships, and finally, how to heal the mother wound. To begin, the mother wound can be defined as your mother not being emotionally attuned and available to you as a child. Now, she may have been there physically, but ultimately, emotionally, she was absent. I'm going to share some insights from an article. This one is called, What is the Mother Wound and How Do You Heal It? by Timothy Legg, PhD. He says that mothers mold us, often physically in the womb, uh, though there are many other types of mother-child relationships, such as adoption, uh, so physically and emotionally through their interactions with us. Now, the bond with a mother is so strong with a child that he says British psychoanalyst Donald Winnicott believed that there's no such thing as an infant, rather only an infant and their mother, essentially one sort of enmeshed unit. He believed that a child's sense of self is built by the kind of relationship that they have with their primary caregiver, usually the mother. So essentially, when there is this lack of attunement, when there's lack of emotional nutrients, lack of connection, there creates this mother wound. So who typically experiences the mother wound? He says that children, usually daughters, but sometimes also sons, are said to experience the mother wound if some of the following experiences happen. Provided support from the mother by taking care of the physical needs of the child. However, they did not give love, care, and security. Uh, they didn't provide empathy to mirror the child's emotions and help them label and manage those emotions didn't allow the child to express negative emotions, uh, the parent was extra critical, uh, the parent expected the child's support with their own physical and or emotional needs, uh, the parent wasn't av available to the child either because they had to work or because they were busy with their own interests, uh, have suffered emotional and physical abuse themselves early on, didn't process the trauma and therefore were unable to offer love and nurturance to the child, uh, had an untreated mental health condition and finally experienced alcohol or drug addiction. So he says that daughters and sons can both experience the mother wound. However, it is most usually typical that the mother to daughter would create the mother uh, wound. He says, thanks to psychologist Mary Ainsworth and her attachment theory, we know that the trust that a mother instills in childhood positively affects not only the child's present, but also their future relationships. Meaning a child who acquires the mother wound is most likely going to uh, struggle with trust and ultimately perpetuate this type of relationship with their own child. So what are the signs and effects of the mother wound? So if you're wondering, do you have the mother wound? Below are a list of some of the signs that you may in fact have the mother wound. He says your mother uh, just wasn't there for you on an emotional level. Uh, you were reluctant to turn to your mother for comfort and safety. You doubted you had your mother's approval, so you're always trying to be perfect, trying to be enough, trying to get her attention, trying to get her uh, acceptance. Uh, you felt nervous and frightened around your mother. Uh, your mother expected you to take care of her physical and emotional needs. He says that some of the damaging effects of the mother wound include low self-esteem, uh, lack of emotional awareness, inability to self-soothe, and the feeling that warm and nurturing relationships aren't in your reach. So he goes through each of these specific ones and describes why those are the symptoms or the damaging effects of the mother wound. He says that low self-esteem, right? So secure attachment makes the child feel that they matter uh, without this basic belief in themselves, that I'm enough, that I'm good enough, that I matter. Children struggle to get a sense of self and to believe in themselves. Uh, he says, lack of emotional awareness. A mother who is present for the child is able to mirror their child's feelings, label those feelings, and help them to manage them. The child doesn't need to suppress negative feelings because they have a way to manage them. He says that the inability to self-soothe or emotionally regulate without the awareness of how to manage feelings, children and later adults never develop the ability to self-soothe. Instead, they turn to things outside of themselves for comfort. Uh, these things include uh, numbing out or drugs or alcohol. 
And finally, relationship difficulties. Adults with the mother wound have a difficult time forming and maintaining the positive relationships that we all crave, essentially because they never learned how to trust. So he discusses some of the steps to healing the mother wound. First of all, healing the mother wound is a balance between acknowledging negative feelings such as anger and resentment and recognizing that we have a need to forgive our mother. While remaining mired in the negative feelings may make us feel temporarily right by playing the victim, in the long run, we actually lose. So it's so important to go through these steps that he describes in order to heal the mother wound. First of all, express the pain. The first step is always saying, ouch, or saying that I am struggling, that I need uh, to acknowledge the fact that this pain exists. Now, therapy can help the child self-express the pain uh, of being unloved, ignored, shunned, ridiculed, and even victimized. And journaling, he says, also can help. He says you have to love yourself. Uh, our concept of self, our self-concept, our self, uh, essentially uh, the self that was built in childhood uh, or not built uh, through the way our mother interacted with us, we need to realize that the fact that our mother was unable to build our self-image in a positive way was not our fault. By letting go of the less than ideal image, we can recreate our healthy sense of self. Developing self-awareness without our mother's feedback. We didn't have the reinforcement needed to develop self-awareness. So he says we need to learn how to get in touch with our emotions, take the time to stop and feel what we're feeling. He says that naming the feeling is the first step to coping with it and ultimately feeling it and processing it. Uh, parenting yourself, we can also learn how to become our parent, to parent our inner child and give ourselves all the things we never received as a child. Self-care isn't spoiling ourselves, he says. It's taking care of our needs. Uh, for some of us, self-care is a, essentially a solo uh, morning walk before settling down to your desk. For others, it's taking time off for a coffee date with a friend who makes us feel good about ourselves. He mentions forgiveness, acknowledging our own feelings and grieving of what we never got as a child creates the emotional space needed to move towards forgiveness. Mothering is hard work. If you are a mother, you already are aware of that. And sometimes mothers can get things wrong. We make mistakes, even very wrong. Essentially, they can cause great damage to their child. If you can recognize that your mother for who she is and not dwell on who you wish she was or you'd like her to be, you can move towards understanding and accepting the fact that she did the best she could. Now, once you've done that, it can be possible to build a relationship with your mother. Uh, learn to set boundaries. You may find that together, you and your mother can actually build some sort of relationship. Even if it's not a perfect relationship, it can be something meaningful. Uh, however, in some cases, you may have had a neglectful or abusive, perhaps a narcissistic mother that you truly cannot forgive. In such cases, it may be better to work through those hard feelings within your support network or with a therapist without extending the olive branch. So in narcissistic homes, there is most always going to be the mother wound because ultimately there's no uh, emotional attunement, no av uh, emotional availability. And this is also going to be usually the case with the father wound. Now, both parents do damage in such a home. So it's important to understand if there's a mother wound, there's usually a father wound to go along uh, with it. Usually one of them is more overt. Let's say one of them is more uh, narcissistic and maybe yelling or constantly abusive. The other one, however, if they are still there, they're unavailable, uh, emotionally unavailable. They're not protecting, uh, in essence, their abuse by uh, omission. So it's so important to identify the fact that these wounds exist, to accept it and not fight it and not try to deny it, but ultimately accept that you are a helpless child who is extremely wounded uh, by the abandonment and by the mistreatment of our parents who essentially were all powerful over us. They really had all the power. Uh, we did not have any. And I want to point out that if you're in a relationship with a narcissistic abuser, oftentimes you are on the receiving end of a projection of an unresolved relationship with their parents. So let's say you're a woman in a relationship with a narcissistic man, oftentimes because of their mother wound, they're projecting that onto you. And it really has nothing to necessarily do with you. It has to do with them and their unresolved childhood trauma with their mother, uh, or with their parent. And ultimately, it's just important to understand a lot of the things you're going through are in essence that mother wound being projected onto you.
So needless to say, these wounds wreak havoc on every relationship in our lives, and I cannot stress enough how important it is to go on a healing journey. Uh, if you are in essence wounded in this way, if you have the mother wound, please do allow me to take you on this healing journey. I have gone on it myself. It has changed my life. I have been able to resolve these relationships that seemingly are unsolvable, unhealable, and ultimately it's allowed me to create relationships for myself uh, in every element, in every aspect of my life that have thrived. So if this is a struggle for you, uh, you know, if we don't heal, essentially what we do is we repeat the same relationships with present day partners. We attract narcissistic relationships. We become codependent. Uh, and this essence allows us to replay our childhood repetition compulsions, which ultimately ultimately, sadly, ends up in the same dysfunction and breakdowns. So in essence, we end up projecting our past unresolved, unresolved quote-unquote, uh, mommy issues or daddy issues uh, onto our partners, and they really wreak havoc on our intimate relationships. They don't allow us to see our partner for who they are. Uh, rather, we're stuck in this sort of childlike, uh, reactive, wounded mindset. In essence, if you have this mother wound, you have a deep sense of abandonment. There's a loss of a relationship that you desperately needed and wanted and craved as a child. And, and because of this reason, there's also a large element of grieving that has to take place. You have to grieve the mother or the parent that you did not have uh, and let go of that sort of fantasy uh, bond, this idea of our parent and striving to get that love we never got uh, through our present day intimate relationships. When we do, we can actually uh, be come into our own, become more authentic, and actually connect with other people without this sort of disconnect of having these wounds that are constantly being replayed. So without nutrients from our mother, we lack the nutrients to develop a core healthy sense of self. So if that's the case for you, it becomes very difficult to relate to other people in a healthy way. And it would be an honor, like I said, to bring you on this healing journey so you can develop that sense of self and uh, create healthy relationships for yourself and for your future. Healing is so much more than possible. I'm living proof, and like I said, it would be an honor to uh, guide you on this healing journey. I could be reached via email, so do reach out for a free 15-minute consultation to info at yitzepstein.com. Uh, I have a new number, so please do call me or text me at this number if you'd like to communicate and talk about how I can be of service to you. The number is 818-210-6049. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.